the number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, Autobotulinum Toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Welcome to One for the Road, the podcast about running and the rest of your life. This time there's travel woes, brain fog and scary books. It's a real positive one this time. Hi Harry. Hi Lucy. So we're recording not in the same place today yeah we're remote we're so far away from each other we're like what three miles away from each other Uh, maybe four (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so i don't feel very well so i'm trying not to infect as few people as i'm trying to infect as few people as possible so we've decided to stay in different rooms that's the real reason isn't it (laughs) (laughs) yes yes it's not connected to Perhaps my own self-inflicted uh, tiredness that means that I can't move from my sofa. Perhaps I had a little bit of a late night last night. <laughs> yes. Either way, we're quite enjoying being on our own sofas. Yeah. But we can still bring our podcast to you. Yes, exactly. So um, let's start off with highs as we've started off on a bit of a low. What, what are your highs from... Well, we missed a week because of Apple mentioned sickness but um now we're back so yeah highs from the last three weeks um I have been really enjoying have you heard of love to ride it's like that um they did this oh there was a running one where you signed up and we all did it quite early on I think when we were all starting to do running and you would log how much running you were doing. And it was kind of like this whole, it's like meant to be this whole social networking site thing that motivates people to get into sport of some sort. And we did the running one and it was kind of like you could be in a team and you could earn points as a team. Um, Anyway, they've started doing a cycling one and it was for the whole of September. And somehow they managed to have like massively tapped up all of the work, like corporate networks, because there were loads of companies on it and our company was on it and my it was really nice members of my team who are not avid cyclists at all were the ones that really advocated getting everybody involved so we ended up with like half our team on it and we were all like 
logging our miles and chatting about like what outfits we were wearing for cycling and like one of my friends in my team genuinely turned around and he was like this has made me cycle more like this month I cycled to work more than I have for ages uh, and I just really liked that it was kind of like a nice reminder of how that kind of excitement of when you get into something new and it's like a new habit that you like doing so nice. I really enjoyed that so lots of cycling in September Yes, I've been on my three cycles to work a week commitment. Very good, which is amazing. Like, I, can't, I still am amazed that at the beginning of this year, like, I've got all these lists that are like, cycle once a month to work. <laughs> so like, once a it's month? Mad, really. Yeah, that's way more now. I know, I was being very conservative. You were. Um, yeah, and I do, I actually am, I'm, I think maybe now I've settled into the whole, the mix of cycling and running together so I actually am doing a lot more consistent runs again and trying to like get a bit more distance and I'm enjoying it like I'm enjoying a long run again which has taken a little while I mean I still feel a bit grumpy about my pace but I think that's just something I can get over interestingly I think your housemates uh give me a what for the other week reminded me that I needed to kind of not be, take things so seriously yeah. <laughs> Had a so chat. it does show that sometimes you, yeah, I got I got given a little talking to, and I was like, yeah, you're making a really good point there, Gosha. <laughs> so what about you? How are your highs? Um, so my highs are that I've had two weekends away since our last episode, so I've been, Ouch. yeah, no, just jet setting. Went to Berlin for marathon weekend. Obviously, wasn't running the marathon. Oh, that's my commemorative year. Yeah, I'm... so it'd been a year since we went together. Ah. Uh watch the marathon again um yeah probably like the least interested I've been in watching a race for a while which sounds really mean on the people that were running but I was just I was more excited to go to Berlin for the place than cheering the marathon um but it was awesome because it's my favorite place and yeah had lots of late nights and lots of chats and lots of dancing on the bed and all kinds of things so it's fun dancing on the bed could sound really suspicious uh we'll we'll, we'll acknowledge there that you just mean doing a dance I mean yeah. I know you well enough to know that's what you mean <laughs> I <laughs> you might need that's, to explain that's, to listeners that's not a euphemism for anything <laughs> yeah I literally was stood on the bed dancing around the room to because I took my bluetooth speaker with me so yeah just playing some tunes in the hotel that's a a guaranteed essential holiday pack i think a bluetooth speaker do you know what buying my bluetooth speaker has changed my life i didn't realize how useful they were i thought i'd just use it for holidays but i use it all the time like i've been sat in the living room today reading my kindle i've just had my speaker with me last night when i was lying in bed i put on the spotify songs for sleeping playlist and then like set a timer so it went off after 20 minutes on my speaker so good great isn't it yeah I agree um but yeah so last weekend I was in Barcelona with my mum had a little Mm. kind of trip away with my mum apart from the kind of loads of both these things where they were both quite horrific travel experiences so um nearly missed our flight coming back from Berlin because the queue for security was insane and there was like I've never seen anything like it proper shoving shouting horribleness um and then trying to get out to Barcelona I spent kind of 10 hours in Gatwick airport and then Gatwick airport hotel and then flew out nearly 24 hours later than I was supposed to so it's just really really stressful and when you're only going away for three or four days you just don't really want it 
Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. When it's a short little weekend, you haven't got time to be hanging around the airport, no. especially not at, not Gatwick. <laughs> well, I, that's all I kept saying. Well, we're in North Terminal, which is the better one. And I kept saying to my mum, at least we're not in Luton. At least we're not in Stansted. At least we're not in Luton. At least we're not in Stansted. <laughs> it could have been so much worse. I mean, this is proper first world problems. Like, I'm trying to go to Spain for the weekend. It's hardly... The, especially the, the, the um, delayed flight, I felt very stressed about that and I don't think I realized how stressed it made me until afterwards but yeah I had two weekends away and it was like 25 degrees last weekend so I was kind of this time last week I was in a vest and shorts and now I'm literally in fleece everything under a blanket I put my electric blanket on my bed last night and I made myself a roast dinner this afternoon so I've gone from one extreme to the other in seven days well, interestingly, talking of seasonal changes, that's my low, that like the, the clothing decisions, like, I mean, in general, it seems like in Britain, we really struggle at this, but I am a total fail. Like, I can't wear the right coordination of things. And I've been wearing, like, I, <laughs> I saw someone on the tube the other day wearing Ugg boots, hot pants and a woolly jumper. And I was like, this is just, where am I? Like, nobody knows. Everybody's as confused as me. <laughs> We're on the cusp of change, I think. One really exciting thing that I forgot to mention last time was that I applied for World Athletics tickets for next summer and I got the session for the 10,000 metre men's final. Oh, that's amazing. Well done. So I get to see Mo's last race on the track. Oh my God, that's going to be so emotional. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, did you get another ticket by I did. I bought two tickets. And since I said this on Twitter, a lot of people have been like, I'm your best friend, right? (laughs) (laughs) As everyone, am I being entered into a ballot? Can I be entered into the ballot to win a place to go with Lizzie? Oh, there's there's some news. Um, Is it not London Marathon ballot released this week too? It is, yes. Are you in it? I am. Are you? Good luck. Good luck all pals. Yeah, because... Well, why would you, like, as in, you know, you might as well because you know you're not going to get it. It's kind of like a, I like did it like a lottery. You know, like if, you know, the likelihood of winning the lottery is probably more likely than getting into the London Marathon. So I just thought I'll put it in anyway. (laughs) I didn't go in because I don't want the temptation to to think about it. Well, yeah, because everyone I was talking to was like, why didn't you just put your name in? And if you got drawn out, I could have just had your place. And I was like, because I don't even want a place with my name on it because... (laughs) I don't even want the the like potential of me being able to run it to be be there to exist. Yeah, and you've had it before. You've done it. Um, okay, so our first topic today, if I feel, is quite uh, relevant for how I feel right now because I feel like I do have a bit of this, um, and that is brain fog. And I feel like I have brain fog at the moment because I don't feel very well and I feel full of cold and my head feels like it's full of cotton wool. But what we mostly mean is kind of overuse of your brain, brain fog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you see so you recommended an article to me? Huh? Yeah. So it's on the front of Stylist, not last week, the week before. It was kind of their lead story was about brain fog. And the I guess the reason they did it was because one of their writers visited this brain spa, which was a little bit ridiculous because it was like, you know, two and a half grand to go for five days kind of thing. And I was like, well, yeah, if I stayed in this amazing spa in the middle of the mountains for five days, I'd probably feel a lot better too. But no, and they did all those sciencey experiments where they like stuck electrodes to her head and tried to tell, like test when she was stressed and stuff. And I kept thinking, 
well, that is going to be very expensive. I don't think I can afford that. I don't think everyone can afford that. No, but the preamble to the kind of visit to the spa was quite interesting because it was all about how everyone Mm. tries to multitask and they think that they're good at it and actually you're less productive if you're multitasking than if you just focus on one thing at a time, which is true, I think. And I'm rubbish at doing it. I'm always trying to multitask and it makes me really unproductive. Yes, I agree. I love the, the um, their recommendations. I feel like we've definitely walked through some of this before because it's something that super bothers me um, about around stuff about multitasking. Because um, that there's that tomato timer, the Pomodoro technique, where you use a timer to like concentrate your your work into blocks of time when you focus on one task. Um, and I've been uh, I use that at work a lot. And I find that so useful. And it's just the, in the article, they recommend like working in 90 minute blocks and having a sort of like running notepad that you could just jot down anything you else you need to think about, like as it pops up in your brain so that you've not forgotten it. But you can go back to it later. Um, and that's a method I find really useful because I need to like I'll always even when I'm working on something, my I find it very hard to not let my brain start to think about the next task. So I try to like jot those notes down so that I can go back to focusing on the task I'm doing in hand that's a good idea often it often it begins very well on like Monday Tuesday and I quite frequently see that by the end of the week I get worse at it and I think it's because I'm getting more tired and more um like my brain's more worn out so it's not as good and it gets more it gets lazier so I start to multi try and multitask more because I'm like I need to do all my work I'm in a rush uh, and I then become less productive, like it's counterintuitive because I become less productive. So uh, it's definitely useful to try and be more militant with that like list making, compartmentalizing of time. But I'm very familiar with those symptoms. It says 90 minute blocks. That sounds like a lot of time. The Pomodoro is 25 and then a five minute break. Okay, but do that three times. Yeah, and then you get a 10 minute break. So maybe it try that one. really bad, but I can't remember the last time I did one thing for 25 minutes. Yeah, that's what you realise, that you... It's, I don't um, think I'd be able to do it. But that's why it's like um, you have to train like yourself. Forces you forces you to try yeah. and do it. But then today, if you said you were reading your Kindle, that would have been doing one task for like a concentrated amount of time. Yeah, but I probably haven't done a 25-minute stint on that. Mm. Maybe like last night, but definitely not today. But well, I was cooking in between, but also because mm. I'm reading a book that's kind of scaring me, I after every chapter have to kind of like refresh myself with something more lighthearted. <laughs> Put it down, have a breather. I have to remind myself <laughs> that I'm like someone's not about to walk in and try and kill me, and then I'm like, okay, I'm fine again. <laughs> I'm not, but yeah, I find books like that I have to read really fast. <laughs> um, well, that's something else that associates that. Um, they say is a contributing factor to brain fog is the fact that our brains never have downtime now and what they mean in downtime is like literally like no screens no like doing the tv stuff no like checking your email and doing social like their their argument is that like you we're never giving our brains a proper refresh like sleep isn't enough and um something that i've definitely noticed has affected me is is that that kind of like the amount of time I spend on screen, I spend on screens, and the amount of time that my brain is like trying to jump around a hundred different things, and the less, like, the more I did that, the more I was getting stressed about it. So, and I therefore, the worse this, I was. I might have said this before, but um, 
the only time I feel like I properly switch off is when I'm getting my nails done. Ah, because that's interesting. it's the only time where uh, I can't do anything else because I've got both my hands occupied. Because <laughs> you physically can't move. I physically like can't pick up my phone to look at it or, you know, and I'm not I'm never watching a TV because it's I never go to a salon that has TV in it or anything. There might be a little bit mm. of chit chat, but most of the time I kind of go into this uh, weird sleep-like state. And I swear, every time I go and get my nails done, they say something to me like, are you okay? You've gone really quiet and you look really sleepy. And I'm like, it's because I'm not doing anything. I'm awake, but I'm not doing anything. And I swear that is the only time in my entire life that I'm awake, but not doing anything at all, other than just staring into space. That's like the probably the best, you're probably giving yourself like the best therapy ever. Like getting your nails done and being able to totally zone out isn't it like that's kind of why they created all those like spas and stuff because people are always trying to get into a state where they can feel like that it's amazing that it takes someone to take your hands away though <laughs> I know isn't it and it's like especially for that amount of time it's probably the only time but um yeah I've been I've been really consciously lately trying to not be on my phone if I'm moving one because I get really annoyed with people yeah. that do it to me and they like walk towards you and they're not looking where they're going um mm-hmm. and two just to have some time not looking at my phone <laughs> there's no there's like absolutely no need to be like on Instagram whilst you're walking along it's just no need yeah yeah it's like um isn't it interesting that uh we always when we talk about brain fog now we directly associate it with the use of our phones and how like we it's the main thing that I think has made us feel the most um kind of like exhausted because it's the thing that in like it interrupts your life the most you know like because we I suppose maybe we just you know you can't pick up your tv and bring it with you <laughs> so it's not there all the time but with your phone it's like constantly nagging the notification thing the checking what's going on have I missed anything thing just never not there I was going to think about uh, something else around that is that is you uh, like I would say that you don't necessarily notice the brain fog while you're using your phone and stuff it's never it's never during the time when it's all happening you're like getting on with stuff and you're multitasking uh, you might not feel productive but like you're doing it like you're being proactive it's like the after effects so they talk about that thing of like the absent-mindedness like the amount of times I've like missed my tube stop or travelled quite a long way in the wrong direction and not realised, says so much about how much I was, like, completely in my own little world, like, zoned out. Um, and they their example is, like, you leave the fridge door open or you forget where you put your keys. Um, and definitely some of the, like, those small changes around how I use my phone and why I use my phone and when have, I think, how and how I compartmentalise at work like has helped me like my brain feels sharper and I, I can't explain how that that doesn't make sense but yeah I, I there's got to be a correlation between it well it's like last time you came around here and I got to my house and I'd realized I'd left my keys at work oh yeah so I couldn't even get into my house I'd go all the way back to work again it's because do you know what so much stuff has happened to me recently like that and I've lost so many things and I used to be the kind of person that was wouldn't I just never lost stuff and I've lost so much stuff recently and that's what's made me things like that make me realize that this is not a good place to be so I haven't actually tried it yet but I got recommended Headspace app which I know a lot of people Uh, use but um have you used it yeah I've used I've used the trial version Uh (laughs) um which gives you up to 10 minutes 
but it's really good. I really like it. I've also yesterday I got recommended Calm and Breathe. Um, I think maybe it's Calm is a female voice. There's like a few different ones, um, and they sound like very similar kind of techniques for uh, like getting a bit of headspace. <laughs> Um, what we haven't touched on is how, and do they reference it in the article? Or, I mean, I know people have said it to us a lot that like that sport and fitness and running is their way of, um, getting headspace Mm. and like giving themselves like the brain time to recuperate. Um, how do you feel about that? I mean, your relationship with running at the moment is mixed. So is it something that gives you that headspace? I feel like that's what's missing a lot at the moment so I yeah I haven't run I've run twice since Stockholm so twice in a month and they were both like half an hour so mm. I don't really have a running I'm gonna like use a yoga word here I don't really have a running practice at the moment at oh, all. yeah nice so maybe that is also why I'm struggling with not having one but I have kind of felt a longing for yoga recently so I think I'm gonna get back into that because when I used to do it regularly I found that made a massive difference to my kind of mental state yeah yeah because that is it's like um almost enforced isn't it time to think for yourself um even if it's just that last 10 minutes at the end of a class it gives you time to think about just yourself nothing else I've never really found running that um unless I have and I just not realized but I've never really consciously found running that much of a kind of like a therapeutic yeah at all maybe it's because I never do it on my own I very rarely run on my own and if I do I tend to work myself off about it first (laughs) yeah I I I don't know I know what you mean I don't think I directly associate it but there are times where I think if there's been a stint when I haven't been running for a while it's maybe just maybe it's just to do with it being a signaler that like I'm in my routine like my life's in my pattern because I'm doing I'm like I'm getting out there and moving so maybe it's not necessarily like it's it's not the running itself it's just the by doing that activity that's part of me looking after myself and kind of being like a functional human being yeah I think that's more it because if I think about a yoga class and how I feel at the end of yoga I definitely immediately feel kind of more relaxed and more kind of at peace and centered and that kind of thing but I never finish a run feeling like that I obviously feel better I very rarely feel worse for having been for a run but I never feel like Mm. oh yes I've had time and space to be with my thoughts now yeah I agree maybe that's where you run and stuff as well like maybe if if I was one of these people who could run around like laps of a track maybe you get into that mind frame more easily but I like I feel a bit like I'm quite active in my mind when I'm running, but almost from the point of view of being like, oh, there's a car, there's some pedestrians, exactly. oh, look at that like, nice if, dog. If my inner dialogue whilst I was running, I actually feel like it'd be more noisy than when I'm not. Like, it'd be like, oh, this hurts, oh, there's a car, oh, no, no, no. oh I've got to up here, oh, this is a hill. Like, it's just, it feels like it would be constant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's much more frantic. <laughs> yeah, I don't you know. Maybe that's but, what makes it so zen afterwards because you've just got like all of that out and then it's like, ah. Yeah, you get it out that's true at work the other day we had to vote on what kind of uh we do this like self-taught learning thing now where someone in the team like leads a a module 
and you get given the like teacher's notes and we had to vote on which topic we wanted to do next and it was like yeah. absolutely runaway that people wanted to do stuff to do with uh, resilience and working smarter not harder and stress yeah. management and I thought they're all very similar like everyone was very much like we're doing loads of work and I want to know how to manage it better and I want to like feel better about the fact that I've got loads of work to do and telling people no kind of thing and I was like everyone feels like they're struggling with the same thing like no one was like yeah oh, I want to learn uh I don't know like impact and influence it was more all very like learning to deal with stuff themselves topics yeah and they're saying that's a growing trend that more people I think that's a direct correlation between the way our society is now we're just expected to be functioning at like 100 miles an hour all Mm. of the time and I have done nothing this weekend I've well apart from going I went to freeze yesterday art fair for like two hours which was awesome but also even though it's out of the house I felt it was kind of like quite a nice calm thing to do but other than that I've literally sat in my house the whole weekend and it's been so good yeah it's well it's that's it isn't it it's like giving yourself a chance like I wish I could say I'd kind of done the same thing it's been a bit of a packed weekend but (laughs) next week next week yeah (laughs) next weekend is my one but yeah I I am I volunteered to lead the working smarter not harder module so when I've done that in a couple of weeks time maybe I'll talk about it Oh, yeah, I'm very interested to hear about that. See, look how excited I am. (laughs) I need to do that. Well, I'd be interested to know how people um, feel about this in our wider podcasting world. Do you think, particularly the running thing, like people discuss running as therapy. Like, is is the running the thing that's therapy or is it like, what, what does it do that makes you feel better? Before we move on to our next topic, a quick reminder about our newsletter. The One for the Road newsletter lands in your inboxes alternate Tuesdays, so you can get your dose of our rumblings in the weeks we aren't in your ears. We share links, snaps and thoughts from across the internet with the occasional cinnamon bun thrown in for good measure. You can subscribe via the bar at the bottom of our snazzy new website, which is onefortheroadpodcast.com. So to talk about our new regular topic about books, we did quite a long list last episode of what we were reading. Are you reading anything new this time? Well, I have a bit of a confession. <laughs> <laughs> I've not kept the momentum up after my holiday that I've um, that I'd done so well, um, unsurprisingly, I suppose. But I have been enjoying a lot more um, articles. Mm-hmm. I have fallen into a bit of like the pool or a stylist hole quite That's a lot good. on that topic from our earlier topic around uh brain fog and multitasking how do you make yourself more efficient has um been creeping up a lot but uh, actually my the two that i'm loving that i want to recommend are actually newsletters they're emails um one is called story things and it's by an agency called story things and they send every week 10 stories we've enjoyed and they are from like design technology um like art world and they're things like i just watched one earlier and it they'd pointed out a video by a pixar um illustrator about how you how you'd use like creativity and collaboration to tell it like to create a story um i just really enjoyed like listening to his process and like listening to like what the pixar process approach is to writing a story because uh, it's really collaborative it's not just one person's idea um, so I'd recommend that one. And the other one is of a similar vein, but it's called Yammer Time. Uh, and it's by an organization called FutureGov. 
who design public services for like digital age. So actually like isn't really related to what they do. I think it's a bit of like a, you know, they're raising awareness. But similarly, it's it's like topics from that kind of world. And I, I just really like that it's called Yammer Time and they send it on every Friday. And it's the subject line is stop, Yammer Time. <laughs> and I cannot not say it or read it without that in my head. And it always brightens my Friday as something different to read. <laughs> particularly when it comes through and you don't want to do any work anymore. <laughs> um, so two things there. Do you have Yammer at your work? Because no. Yammer's Yammer? like the um, Facebook of the corporate world and it comes with the Microsoft Ooh. Office like package. Oh, I think we're getting that, the new Microsoft Office soon, you know. So uh, maybe we'll get it. Is it like social, so you can do social networking? It's like the social network of businesses, yeah. So everyone in my company is on it and it's it took a while to like kick off, but it's actually quite, quite a, people, a lot of people using it now. Um, I was going to say something else then. Oh yes, please start saving your links that you're reading in Pocket so I can see them too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I will, I will. <laughs> um, Pocket is a very useful app for sharing stuff you find on the internet, by the way, if you don't know what it is. Yes. So I think I said last time, but I'm still trying to read Control Alt Delete by Emma Gannon. I haven't finished it yet. Um, I started reading The Lesser Bohemians, which I've seen publicised all over the place, but they also mentioned it on the Seriously podcast Mm. last week. And they really enjoyed it, but I am really, really, really struggling. Really struggling. It's written in such a bizarre way. Um, This just goes to show that I just read Chicklet all the time because it's like written (laughs) like a poem. You have to. I have to really, really concentrate uh, to understand what the meaning of the sentence is because it's like the words are in the wrong order. Yeah, and it's it, not fluid. It's very no. hard to read that, isn't it? It takes some serious concentration, and I really like books that I like steam through. I like the feeling of like making mm, really quick progress. An easy read. Um, I'm still making absolutely everyone I know read Reasons to Stay Alive. I've passed it on to yeah. a new person at work who's reading it. And I also bought my mum a copy last weekend. Um, so when I get my copy back from my colleague, I'm going to reread it again. So I think I'm on like the 10th person that I've made read it now, oh, which is good. Well, I mean, I'd recommend that book to so many people. It's it's so moving and so like poignant. And similarly to talking about some of that stuff around how you think about yourself, how you think about others. It's so uh, like eye opening. Yeah, it's very very good and I am currently what I'm reading today is The Girl on the Train Uh, purely because it's come out of the cinema and I want to see the film and I don't want to see the film before I've read the book so I'm trying to read the book I'm going to finish it today before I go to bed Mm -hmm. I must (laughs) I must might even go to cinema tomorrow if I finish it today but it's a little bit scary because I'm a complete wuss I find books I love books like that but I, I get I'm much more scared of books than I am of films because it's my own imagination <laughs> yeah and it's not even that scary I just um I well I had to stop reading Harry Potter because I got scared so that that's kind of my bar <laughs> read it really fast I normally read those bits really fast I like skim through them <laughs> um right so let's end on uh what we've got coming up I don't think there's much coming up not many races well, in well, you? well where are you going there Lizzie oh okay what's happening next week Okay, next weekend. All right, not got much coming up. Do you want to drop in some more? Do you want to drop in some more holiday? Oh yeah. Okay, fine. There's not much coming up, but I'm going to Amsterdam on Friday. (laughs) Hashtag loving life. Yes. So, um, what was my end of season 
PB attempt is now uh, very much in the bin and I'm going for cheering purposes only but I'm very excited because lots of people are going and I know people that are running the full and the half so I get a full day of cheering fun it will be a good one for cheering it'll be really nice but race wise I have nothing else planned in now no I don't either we've got into that point where it's like with Royal Parks today that kind of signals to me the end of the or the pretty much the end of the season I am I'm a bit annoyed I haven't managed to do a half marathon again before the end but never mind I need to work out what I'm going to do next year yeah I feel like with the emotional battering that was Stockholm followed by not running for two weeks followed by being ill for two weeks I am literally starting from square one again when I do eventually put my trainers on so in a way annoyed but in a way also feel like the world is my oyster again and I can aim for something all over again yeah oh I really like that you're right that sounds like a very exciting prospect on that I'm going to end on a tweet that um Erin from Jazz Yoga posted earlier which I really liked and she said what would happen if you approached your injury as an invitation back to balance rather than a setback oh yeah that makes a lot of sense even though I'm not injured I'm just kind of like I feel unwell too unwell to run I'm kind of seeing it as that like an opportunity to reset rather than a thing that I aimed for and didn't hit yeah and often because sometimes the way we've got to that injury or got to you know feeling run down is because we've overdone it like we would have never got there anyway because we were doing too much my god look at us getting all night you know (laughs) deep deep (laughs) I can't even think of the words (laughs) I'm tired (laughs) ah Well, it's been nice to chat, even in our... Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. 
quote format. We should have wine. We need to go back to wine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Maybe we'll introduce being in the same room and wine again next time. That's all for this episode. We'll be back in two weeks' time. In the meantime, make sure you follow us all over the internet. We are on Twitter and Instagram at OFTR Podcast. You can email us at OFTRpodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to all of our back catalogue and check out all of the show notes with links to everything we've spoken about at our website, onefortheroadpodcast.com, or you can listen via iTunes or any other podcast app on your smartphone where we'd really appreciate it if you left us a review. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 